0: The cross is central to Christianity. Without the cross, there is no Christianity. And if you look across the scene right now, cross jewelry, cross accessories, even cross tattoos are extremely popular. But at the same time, there's been an absence of preaching and teaching about the cross in the life of believers for most of modern Christianity. Why does no one want to preach the cross? If we're honest, there's something within us that resists the cross. In today's show, I'm going to show you what is kingdom violence and what does spiritual war look like? We're going to take a look at something Jesus said that's so powerful, it was recorded four times in three gospels. Guys, whenever you see that happen, it's something we got to pay attention to. So stick around if you want to find out what that is. And lastly, I'm gonna show you how you can assess your walk with the Lord right now by the end of today's episode. Let's get into it. This is Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the ambitious Christian man. Identify, unlock, and access spiritual secrets and strategies grounded in biblical truth so you can run your race and maximize your impact and influence. It's time to lead yourself your family, and your world. Let's get after it. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Raising the Standard. This is Leadership, Mindset, and Development for the Kingdom Man. If that's you, you're in the right place. couple announcements before I get into some of those bold promises I made at the start of today's show. Number one, if you haven't signed up for the Uversion Bible app plan, check it out. The Standard is now on Uversion, the Bible app. Guys, just look for Discovering Jesus as the Standard for Masculinity. It should come up. It's under Men's Studies. It's under Leadership. And I'm going to drop the link right here in the show notes. So if you want to sign up for that, it's a six-day plan that will strengthen your walk with the Lord and start to show you how to walk in the high-performance habits that Jesus models for you and for me. I'm also going to ask you to share this episode with a friend. Guys, I'm going to talk about some stuff today that's not usually talked about and is not as popular, unfortunately, in modern-day, present-day Christianity. Whenever you talk about the cross and the application of the cross in our present-day life, there is a repulsion in the hearts of men to anything that has to do with sacrifice, with crucifying something, with laying something down. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So when you listen to this, if this resonates with you, share it with a friend. There's someone else in your life I can guarantee you that needs to hear this message and more importantly needs to apply it in their life so they can unlock the next level of what God has in store for them. And Finally, I'm going to ask you, if you've been listening to the show, We're approaching episode 90 at the time of this recording. And I want to tell you, this is available. This podcast is a resource. There's no charge. It's something that I invest my money into so I can deliver this message and impact more men. And we have men listening from all around the world. So if that's you, number one, I'm super appreciative. And number two, I'd love to get feedback from you. So you can connect with me on our website, standard59.com. But also, one of the best ways to provide feedback is to leave a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on. So just drop a comment, give it five stars. And if you could leave a review, that helps other guys find the podcast as well. So I humbly ask for you to share that, to do that because that really helps the show. And when you leave that feedback, leave me a question or leave me an idea of something you want me to cover in the future. You can give me feedback. You can leave a recommendation for the show. I appreciate you guys. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey guys, so at the time I'm recording this, we are going into the week known as the Passion Week. It's the week leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus and his resurrection. So I thought it was really fitting and timely for me to give you this message, this short discussion, this short dialogue with you that you can listen to. I want you to discuss it. I want you to think about it. And most importantly, I want you to apply it, especially this week. And even for future listeners, whenever you're listening, the principles I'm going to share today are eternal. There's something you need to know and apply in your life if you fully want to unlock who God created you to be. So I realize I made some bold promises at the beginning of the show, how to assess your spiritual walk. What is kingdom violence? So let's kick it off and get right into it. You know, Jesus makes this statement in Matthew where he says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence." and the violent take it by force. That's Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And we know that Jesus is not speaking of physical violence. We know that when he stands before Pilate, he says, my kingdom is not of this world. So this is not a physical kingdom. This is not a natural kingdom. And this is not natural or physical violence that the Lord is speaking of. So what is the kingdom violence that Jesus is declaring here? So we know that we have a spiritual enemy, and it's very easy to take this statement, this declaration Jesus makes, and apply it to our spiritual enemy. You have an enemy, and we know he's very real. He roams around like a lion, and he's seeking to destroy you. Now, if he can't do that, he'll distract, he'll deceive, and he'll seek to discourage you. But there is another enemy that I want to discuss with you right now, and that enemy is you. More specifically, it's your flesh. When you get saved, all of your impulses, your natural desires, all of those things that you have, that you've had your whole life, that take you down the wrong road in life, that take you down a wrong path, they don't all immediately disappear the moment you get saved. We see there's a progression and there's a walking out, there's an application, and there's an invitation to walk the road of a disciple. And it's on that road where you'll start to lay down those passions, those lusts, those desires, and those cravings. So when you get saved, they're still present. And if you wanna know more about how to overcome your flesh and unlock your full potential that I believe God has for you to do in your life, then you're gonna to wanna to check out the Unfair Advantage Challenge. I'm not gonna teach on this principle here on this episode, but I do go deep into how do you overcome those cycles, those patterns, and how do you start to step into the man you're created and called to be. And in the Unfair Advantage Challenge, I give you very specific strategy, tools, and tactics. You will be equipped over the course of 11 days in the Unfair Advantage Challenge. I'll drop the link below. So check that out. If you want to go deeper into that, the feedback has been amazing. So I would love for you to join that challenge. So guys, there's a war within that you must win. This is the place where you must exercise kingdom violence. So let's take a look at the ministry of Jesus, just a real high-level macro view. We know he's in ministry for three years, and in year one and year two, he's really popular. Everyone's pressing in. They're trying to see Jesus, and I'm not saying that doesn't happen in year three, but there is a shift that happens in the last year of his ministry. The last year of his ministry, he's getting closer to fulfilling his mission. He was born to die. It says in the word, before the foundation of the world the lamb was slain. So we are never to look at his death on the cross as a tragedy. It was a complete and decisive victory. This was the purpose that Jesus Christ was manifest in the flesh so he could destroy the works of the devil. And he does that through his work on the cross. He says something in his final year of ministry that's recorded in three gospels, and it's actually recorded four times. This is really important. Whenever you see something that pops up in every single gospel over and over again, and here we have three, four mentions in three gospels, it's really important. Guys, you have to pay attention when you see something that's notated multiple times. It means the writers, and it also means the Holy Spirit, wanted you to get this message so strongly that there's a repetitiveness behind it. All right, so you ready? I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Jesus makes the statement, find your life and you'll lose it. Lose your life for my sake, and you'll find it. This is really powerful, guys. Matthew 10, Matthew 16, Mark 8, and Luke 9 all record this statement that Jesus is giving at the end or towards the end of his ministry in the last year. So I got to tell you something. The cross wasn't just for Jesus. Every follower is invited to deny himself to pick up his cross And follow him. So if you got an invitation from Jesus in century one to follow him, you were getting an invitation to deny yourself and to pick up your cross to follow Jesus. We are called to live the crucified life. Jesus is telling his followers that if they lose their lives and they take up their cross, they will find their lives. So I want to take you to the garden scene. Guys, really fitting for the week we're recording this. Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane. This is going to be one of the most brutal and agonizing nights of his life, the night before he goes to the cross. He knows what lies ahead of him. And if there's any time in his ministry, in his life, that he needs some support, that he needs his friends around him, it's this night. So they go into the garden, which was most likely a place that they met on a regular basis. And Jesus instructs his disciples, his friends, guys that have been doing life with him for over three years. And he says, watch and pray. Lest you fall into temptation. It's really interesting. Lest you fall into temptation. Let's take a look at this a little closer because they can't do it. They can't watch and pray with Jesus in the moment of his need, in the moment where he's looking for some support, where he goes deeper into the garden, where he takes the three with him. He says, hey, I need your, I want you here. Stay awake, stay alert, watch and pray. Don't fall into temptation. And what happens? They fall asleep. Guys, that was temptation for them. They were tempted to sleep. They fall asleep on Jesus. And what happens next? The Roman guard enters the garden. They're warriors dressed in full battle attire. They're there with their swords. They're there with their shields. And they're there for a violent opposition of what they're expecting to overcome and overtake Jesus. And what happens at that moment? The disciples disperse. They all ran away. They all tried to save their own lives. Their survival instinct kicks in and they were all seeking self-preservation in that moment. Not even a look back at Jesus, they just get up and run. So guys, here's the lesson. As he starts to get closer to his cross, the crowds get thinner, the disciples thin out, they start separating themselves. So I wanna take you now to the next scene, which is the courtyard and Jesus is now arrested. He's standing before the Sanhedrin And it says in the Bible that John was in the courtyard. And here's what the Bible says about Peter. It says, but Peter was following at a distance. Peter was at a further distance in the courtyard than John was. He was standing back the farthest. He was there, but he had a distance from the Lord. And here's the principle. As you come closer to the cross of Jesus, as you come closer in proximity, you will be tested. The cross will always test you to see what your distance is from Christ. So where are you today? What is your distance from the Lord? Are you in proximity to the cross? Are you executing kingdom violence in your life? And what does picking up your cross and losing your life look like? So guys, here's just a couple things. This list is long. I'm going to give you a couple starters, and then I want you to fill in the blank. You can pick up your cross and you can lose your life in sacrifice and giving. Right now, I want you to ask the Lord, where do you need to lose your life, your flesh, that thing in you that kicks back against this principle of the cross, that there's something in you that needs to be surrendered. There's something in you that needs to be yielded. And let me say it the strongest I can say it. There's something in you that needs to be crucified. So how can you lose your life? And this is how you assess your distance from the Lord right now. How close or how far? What's your distance to the cross in your life? Guys, 1 Corinthians one twenty four says, Christ crucified is both the power and the wisdom of God. Guys, there's a message in the cross for us. Will you pick up your cross today and follow him? Let's raise the standard. Hey guys, I got a quick announcement to make. If you feel that you're in the gap between where you are right now and where you're supposed to be in life, that place that God has promised you, that promised land that he has for you, then I want to invite you into the Unfair Advantage Challenge. It's an 11-day email training content that I've never shared on this platform before. And I'm doing this because I want to equip you and teach you how to access the unfair advantage that God gives all men who are walking with him. But here's the thing, many men never access it. Many men never reach their promised land and many men never reach their full potential. That's why I'm doing this. So go to accessyouradvantage.com, sign up for the training and you will get equipped with the strategy, the mindset and the tools so you can unlock and access the unfair advantage that God has for you. Let's get after it.